0: To be back, it is Monday morning. I am Steve Noodleberg. That is Mark Noodleberg. That is not Shay Noodleberg.
1: <laughs> that is Shay Money, which Shay, who are we on a call with? Oh, it was with Cheryl, it was before the huddle huddler in the hot seat where she was asking all about how Shay got his name and her CFO from a while ago. And I think his name was Dan Cash, which I don't think there's a better name of a CFO than Dan Cash.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, are you kidding me, man? That was tailor-made. I actually, Good morning. I actually used a Shay in my leadership presentation in Austin because I closed it up with, I said, look, 10 years ago, I hired somebody and I designed where I wanted them to go. And I said, if you get here, this is what will happen. And I gave him autonomy to do it. Make it happen. If there you, you mess up, We'll deal with it. We'll learn from it, you know? So, uh, you know, the people that I was talking to in the morning, they were all tra- going from hunters to leaders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that transition is really hard. So there's so much to talk about this.
1: Well, you did a double header while you were in Austin, right? I did a double like- header, yeah. <laughs> Good Here's, for
0: you. Here's the thing. This is so crazy. So I, I get hired to do the keynote. and They're putting together their agenda. And then I get a call that says, hey, listen, we have a morning meeting prior to the kickoff of the whole event. And it's going to be about 20 some odd people that are making this jump. Would you talk to them? Well, I didn't realize that 20 was actually 50 and it was in a room that was like <laughs> on stage. and you know. But I was prepared. And, and here's the thing. I did more than I was asked. And it worked out I'm great. Delivered. It was fantastic. So let me just tell you the things I want to talk about today. I want to talk about Austin. I want to talk about... Adele, unbelievable. Uh, by the way, I want to talk about playoffs, and I want to talk about Cheryl Woods. Rock and roll. Start anywhere you want.
1: Let's. Well, so I mean, let's talk about Austin. Talk about the the experience and the trip while you were there, and then we'll move to Adele. So I'd never been there,
0: which was kind of neat, you know. And my at my you know uh, stage of the game to actually go first time somewhere. We get to the airport, and who's sitting in the Starbucks lounge? Andrea Sakanek is so uh That's amazing so great. I, I like walk up sit down next to her. There's nobody in the Starbucks. I walk up, sit right next to her on this couch seat and go, is this seat taken? I thought her husband was gonna punch me, man. Um so it's really cool. They go back and forth. Um then uh we had a, we got a call from Tim Anderson and it was like just so cool. Tim is a huddler. Tim is great. He comes from uh, the left coast and we had never met in person. So he came to my morning keynote. We went walk for breakfast and then he took his flight back. So, you know, started off Austin, you know, with some great friends. Uh, the people from AMBA treated me like I was, you know, the rock star that I am.
1: The stage looked beautiful. I mean, it looked like a really well done event. You know, I didn't know much about them as a company prior to working with them. But the stage, the audio, it all, I mean, the visual, it all looked absolutely first class. And it uh, would appear that the, the message resonated really well with everybody because of the feedback. So here's the thing. So I do the morning one, we take a break, we walk with Tim, we go to lunch,
0: uh, go get tacos. Jake is the best to travel with because he says, I can place now. Imagine it's 25 degrees outside man, and we're walking. <laughs> might not have been that, Might have been 35. Um, we get to this place and it's basically in a place I wouldn't walk if I didn't know where I was going, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? we Walk in and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Jake looks at me and he goes, when are you going to learn to trust me? The <laughs> most badass tacos ever breakfast tacos. Love that. We asked the guy behind the counter who looked like he just jumped off a sons of anarchy. Um, what should we have? And he goes, get the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cactus was insane. Welcome to tech, baby. So then I, we come back, we rest. And then I did my opening to their event at four 30. And some people that were there in the morning said, dude, you were great yesterday. I go, was it wasn't yesterday. It was this morning. <laughs> <was this> morning. <laughs> and anyway, then I get up on stage. I do my thing. And they said there'll be books available for everybody, um, and Steve is willing to sign them. <laughs> you know, it's like I actually yep. alter my signature. I usually put "thanks for being on the ball." I just put "stay on the ball, stay on the ball, stay on the ball." So <laughs> it was awesome, well received, great conversation, great follow up. But when you hit a nerve, when you impact people, there's nothing it's better. The best Steve. feeling in the world. Speaking of impact, let's stay on the A's. You know, you and uh you got to sit in the same room with the yeah.
1: So it was, it was an un it was I didn't even realize this. It was her final opening night. She had actually been on break for 10 weeks, and this is the start of her final shows in Vegas to the end of her residency. And I mean, I I, you, there's no words to describe how absolutely unbelievable it was. She uh, a single piano and some backup singers for the majority of the concert. Had a band for a few of her upbeat tempo ones, but the majority of her music are piano ballads. And she walked out. She did the entire show barefoot and in this really, beautiful, yeah, in this beautiful oh, long black gown. And it was at the Caesars Coliseum, which the venue is fantastic. I mean, absolutely absurd and the production of the show with the pictures and the lighting and that was all unbelievable but she could have been on stage by herself for 5 hours and I would have stayed there to watch all of it her voice was absolutely i mean angelic i don't i don't even know how to give words to really describe how wow. absolutely incredible it was but also her humility and the ability to connect with the audience and um she does something very cool where she reserves two seats in the front and she pulls somebody from the rafters every single night and moves them down to the front and makes their night. And she has a conversation with them. Makes their, yeah. yeah,
0: It's crazy. Yeah.
1: So just absolutely an unbelievable experience. And so I would highly suggest. We
0: could do the whole show about this because I said this to Jake. You just can't go to a concert anymore. You got to make a
1: real commitment
0: financially
1: right. to go. Like, not, a- <laughs> it's just not not a cheap weekend. Like, first of all, getting out to Vegas, the flight out to Vegas, and then we stayed at the Four Seasons, which was a beautiful property and unbelievable service, like it always is for Four Seasons. But yeah, I mean, the concert itself was a ridiculous price to get in the building. Forget about where we sat and what it is to get in the building, but um it was it was worth every penny you know and it would have been really easy to say no to that trip it was last minute it was on you know the end of a week and just real quick turnaround but we didn't we did it and she was fantastic so it was a great 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 is you know in life there's always regrets should have, could have, would
0: have, man. That's not, you know, you did it. You own it. I don't say
1: yes you to everything, but when you do something that makes you, it's like, ah, it's kind of uncomfortable, say yes. Absolutely. Say yes. Um, two last
0: things. Uh, let's start with football. I think the NFL got it right. Four really good games.
1: Yeah, I mean, if college football could learn anything from uh, the NFL is their playoff system works. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> unbelievable. Fantastic. Un- unbelievable quality of, of game. And and I mean, watching Pat Mahomes and, and Josh Allen go at it, you know, again for another time, an hour in our lifetime. And to see Pat Mahomes come out on top again, it's incredible. But from watching the weekend, I would tell you, I think the pick is still going to be the Ravens versus the Niners. Both those teams look ridiculously good. Yeah, re- really, really good. Um, wide right? Seriously? You talk uh, about scripts? <laughs> I mean, like to, to be a Bills fan is about as bad as it gets.
0: That's <laughs> like, about as bad as it gets, <laughs> unfortunately. And then we'll close our little uh, chat session this morning with, I, did not, I was unable to see Friday's uh, Huddler in the hot seat, but I know that you and Cheryl mixed it up, so give us a little update
1: she was fantastic you know i think everybody in the uh everybody in the Huddler seats uh got you know something out of it she spoke about passion she spoke about coaching and sports and time management and priorities so I, you could take everything that she said and sure it's worked for her to become the ceo of of the ymca of south florida but you could take what she talked about and apply it to anybody's business or anybody's life. And it's a no-brainer to help you be successful. So Melissa Graves says she was great. She really was. And I'm looking forward to doing more work with her.
0: All right. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome, Gino. Good to see you, Mike Ficarra. Always a pleasure. Christian White, Ed Dyke, Scott Garber. Let's roll. Wake this thing up, Shay. To Monday, the twenty second. What the oh. hell happened in January,
1: dude? <laughs> man. I, you, everybody keeps saying that, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel like this has been a long ass month. Like, I feel like New Year's was three years ago. And- <laughs> so when they were talking about
0: the Chiefs Dolphins game, that was like <laughs> right, <laughs> oh god, right. It was weeks okay. ago, right? What do you mean? Oh that my last god, man, it's right? <laughs> ancient history, man. Crazy. So as we like to do, we're getting back in the routine. We like to start every day with daily affirmation. Uh, Boy, did the audience resonate with that when I spoke about it. So Shay, show me today's. I mean, I will read it. Mm -hmm. I don't compare myself to others. The only person I compare myself is the person I was yesterday. (laughs) Drop the mic. And as long as the person I am today is even the tiniest bit better than the person I was yesterday, I am meeting my own definition of success now mark you talk about 1% and 1% is easy to talk about i think that quote lives on top of 1% because yeah. you do not get better 1% every day
1: correct you know it's it's that little little bit and it's if you can look back yesterday and say all right here's the here's the little bit of improvement i made but i think that affirmation is so important in today's world because of social media And it's so easy to compare yourself to everything that you are inundated with and all of these other images and videos and information that it's it's if you don't understand how to separate taking what people are telling you and using it as a roadmap and not using it as comparison. It's a dangerous, slippery slope. So I love that affirmation as a reminder of I can look to other people for examples of what to do but I can't look to other people for what I'm supposed to look like or sound like. I, I
0: liked your point. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, uh, cars, planes, you know, dinners, vacations, whatever it is, bodies. No. I mean, you, if you're, you don't know what someone else is fighting and everybody's right. fighting something. So, you know, it's not always what it appears to be genuine and authentic works. Um, while we were at dinner, um, Jake and I had dinner, uh, you know, the uh, Friday night and one of the people in the audience walked by like sheepishly and said, hey, do you mind if I interrupt? I got a question. And he was asking us a very specific question. And he said, I just got to tell you, he goes, you were so genuine up there. You were so real that I could have listened to you forever. You didn't feel like a speaker. That's what works in this world. That's yep. what works. And you you want to connect with people you know, in that genuine, authentic space. So we'll shift gears. I have a did you know, which is a doozy. Um, you did not know. Shay did not know. Jake did not know. I did not know. So here we go. Um, do you know what GEICO, company GEICO, stands for? It's an acronym. It's an I acron- acronym.
1: First of all, I didn't even know it was an acronym. It makes sense to me now that I know it's an acronym. Um, cause I'm like, what is, what is the word Geico mean? What is it for? And I mean, I had no idea prior to reading this article, but it makes sense to me now, now that I know what it is. So uh, does anybody know?
0: I'll give a few Leave it up minutes. to the
1: audience. Yeah. You got to let, let, let the time the delay
0: hit. I'll Give you the backdrop. This comes through the lens of Warren Buffett. Now I choose to take Warren Buffett and read everything I can about him from young to old to everyday to... You know, success leaves clues. Look at at Melissa. Look at
1: Ryan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are quick on the Google thing,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Ryan got it. Melissa nailed it quick. I love it. Very nice. Jeff Bishop, General Electric Insurance Company. Great great, great guest. Barry Cedar,
0: welcome back. Good to see you. No idea. Yeah. Me either. So this Mm. comes through the lens of Warren Buffett, and it talks about Couple of things. Warren Buffett tried to get into Harvard. He was rejected. And instead of boom, he goes to Columbia. He searches out this guy, Benjamin Graham, who wrote a book called The Intelligent Investor. And Buffett spends a ton of time with him. This is validation. Like your life is determined by the people that you hang out with. So he hangs out with this guy, Benjamin. Benjamin tells him about. Geico, this this company. Well, one day, on a Saturday morning, Warren Buffett gets up and says, I'm going to take the train to D.C. to where Geico is based. He probably didn't know they were based there. Hence government. Okay. So he's walking around. He sees a janitor. And the janitor says, hey, is there anybody here for me to talk to? This is only one guy. Boom. He goes down to this hall. He meets this guy. This guy turns out later on to be the CEO, becomes the CEO. Become the CEO Why? Because right. he was working on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I just love it, you know. So anyway, long story short, he meets this guy. He gets fascinated by it. He buys shares in it. He buys shares for his aunt. And, you know, old Jed's a
1: millionaire. And it it just, continues uh, to grow. And that's, that's a part of Warren Buffett's unbelievable uh, story. But... Yeah, I think, you know, the the story, first of all, I had no idea. Je- Government employees insurance company, which I guess they the CEO is for company. Right, correct. Crazy. It.
0: So two takeaways there. Not getting what you want, Harvard turned out to be a big blessing because if he had went to Harvard he wouldn't have met this I yep, wouldn't have sent him down uh, that path
1: of meeting people and learning. Hey, about hey, God hey, God. Hey,
0: feel good about who's in front of you, not behind you. So I love all that. That's really good. And then um, they can't say yes if you don't ask, yep. which is just so absolutely game changingly powerful. Hey, I think that's something we can clap our hands to. Give me motivational music. Somebody save your soul, cause you've been sinning in the city. I you know too many troubles, all these lovers got you losing control. You like a drug to me, a luxury, my sugar and gold. I want the good life every good night, you're a high wonder The cause you don't even know. I can make your hands cut. <laughs> okay, so I morning. so i'm gonna give you multiple choice there's two pieces of content left one is mr Bradley, who uh talks about friends and uh seth godin who talks about i didn't get in so uh you,
1: you tell me which one we can go with brad and friends but i mean I, can we bring up this real quick jonathan aarons asked the question did you know nerf is an acronym i did not so Nerf is a company, right? I mean, Nerf guns, Nerf, Nerf balls, balls. Nerf ball, right. right? Do you want to take a crack at what you think Nerf stands uh, for? Um, I don't, and then leave that to the audience. Thank you, Jonathan Aarons, for the question today. I love it. Full on participation. I gotta. I know this. I know Does this. I know or? this. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Nerf. Um- it makes
1: sense if you think about what what they make. It makes a lot of sense. I don't know. Go. Non-expanding recreational foam. It's what the material is. They name the company after the material that they had created. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Never-ending fun. I love that. Oh, <laughs> well, that actually works because nervous, man. That's, that's awesome. Really, that's really cool. All right, so let's, let's go Bradley. Let's go Bradley. Let's go
0: Bradley. Give me some Bradley. First sign that you might need a new friend is when they're constantly pessimistic and negative. Another sign is when they refuse to level up. If you have a friend that just wants to remain the same, keep hanging around that friend and you're gonna remain the same. Then last but not least, man, one that's jealous, one that gossips, one that constantly spreads rumors and is interested in gossip. Because if they're interested in gossip, that means they like drama. And if they can't find drama, they'll create it. You don't need any drama in your life. So let's recap. What was the first reason to get a new friend? You remember? So you don't even remember
1: these valuable lessons. <laughs> That's fantastic. So That's fantastic. Uh, I, I love I, I love the idea. You know, I mean, I think it's as true as it gets. And you know, when you don't. Pay so what attention. was the first one? What What was the first? First one, one was if they don't want to level up, they don't want to get better. Pessimistic, man. People bringing. Oh, down I thought pessimistic or, was the second one.
0: Maybe so. You know, I mean, I, I think the greatest one is the ones who are looking for drama. There are yeah. freaking drama queens everywhere, man. You know, and if talking you about in the drama, drama is non-productive.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, uh, there's some saying that talks about you know, you tell me more about yourself by what how you how you talk about other people or something like that. But to me, if you and I are in a conversation and the majority of the conversation is spent with you talking about other people, I immediately have an idea. Of the way you spend your time, what you choose thinking, what you're thinking about. And I got to make, I have to take responsibility for removing myself from the conversation, from changing the conversation and from then setting boundaries to not allow you to affect the way I think and, and, and the way I think about people and talk about people. So, you know, you have to take that responsibility of the people around you because they're part of the inputs that we talk about, you know? Daily affirmation so here's is a other mindset mindset here's the
0: other side, if you're, if you're with somebody and they are talking about somebody else in a negative way, it's only a matter of time before they're talking about you to somebody sure. else. So, sure. you know, it's like, yeah. So you know, if you, if you can keep boundaries and keep those people away, those, you know, you know, vampires, if you will, energy vampires, because to Jonathan's point, it's exhausting. There's no need for drama. Just be real, you know. Be yourself. You know. Wish people well. I don't want to speak that into the universe. And I will tell you, it's very hard because yep. you can easily get caught up in the. Well, this guy's a douchebag. This woman's, a, you know.
1: And most people just most people just don't know how to navigate that conversation. Most people don't know how to set a boundary there. Right. Most people don't know how to eloquently move the topic to something else or to say, "Hey, yeah, I totally understand." But, you know i'm not really going to engage in that in that conversation i don't really know them How that you well have or... politely without alienating alienating somebody right so you can you can acknowledge what they're saying right so the first part is to hear them and go yeah i, I hear you I, I, I get it you know but then you got to figure out oh that
0: was a really good thought that we we missed you know so for, for me he's frozen so for me you know the the idea is i'd say to people there's two sides to every story. So there you have it. Wonderful day. Hopefully Mark is not frozen anymore. <laughs> we will unfreeze him. He will be here tomorrow with Miss Lori. You'll see me again on Wednesday with Lori and my fun feature with Kim Sarni. So make it a great day. Let's get down. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart spin. Friends keep telling me to live. The- Let's get down, let's get down, business. Let's get down, let's.